Hello. <laughs> you broke first. Ha ha. <sighs> yeah. Uh, well, little known fact about me. Uh, I wait until call recorder starts having the second timer tick up because it's not actually recording until it does that. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. That is a little. That's you know, if uh, if you're ever playing a getting to know you game, that is one you'd want to share with people for sure. Yeah, especially if they happen to be podcasters. Um, <laughs> but uh, otherwise, not really applicable to most other people, I would say. No, yeah, no. I don't think they'd know what the heck you're talking about. Yeah, not that maybe they'd smile and you know nod. It'd be like, why are you recording calls? And be like, well, you see. When... <laughs> well, let me tell you what I'm doing. <laughs> have you have you heard of internet radio? Um, but uh, so <laughs> anyway, uh, that is neither here nor there. Uh, how how are you this morn? Let's see. How am I doing this morning? Um, I'm doing great, actually. I had a little uh, <laughs> a little solo dance party for a second before recording, as I sometimes do in the morning to get myself invigorated. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, things are off to a good start. You should you should make a uh, a video of that? It just just no. be like. Never. My, Micah's mm. invigorating dance moves. Uh, just make it like a Richard Simmons video. Uh, oh but, my gosh! But the the backup oh. dancers are Henry and Mitzi. Um, just oh. it, just get them like little tiny Chihuahua leg warmers um, so that they can <laughs> do moves in the background. Okay. See, I would do it for that reason actually. <laughs> so now this is becoming more likely because it gives me an excuse to either make or buy uh chihuahua leg warmers which would be adorable uh what about you did you have a dance party this morning no no uh i had a brisk walk to uh, a little known company called starbucks um because i didn't have time to run to the uh more better options that exist <laughs> within just slightly further distance than that uh but uh but yeah yeah just uh just coffeeing it up uh do you do you, what do you have for for uh breakfast this morning have you have you Whoa. eaten yet have you had what, a banana what podcast is this mm -hmm. uh no i didn't have a banana um i did have some uh good old cheerios and some corn checks uh those are my those are two of my go-to options as a gluten-free senior um and they are very good i usually like Depending, well, depending on the day, I tend to, for some reason, mix the cereals. Uh, like I always have two in a bowl, and I think that's just because, like, it adds to the experience. It makes it unique, something different. Um, so yeah, I that is what I had this morning, as well as a nice soul glass of water because water is delicious and i have not yet had coffee but that will be on its way after the podcast i will not be walking anywhere to get it though i will just go ahead and grind my own beans here and uh go ahead and make some either uh fresh drip or a nice uh cup of aeropress coffee what, depending what, on how i'm feeling what was that voice that that was uh I need, I need to, i'm making notes on the <laughs> the voices. <laughs> this this voice is Snooty Snooty Snooderson the third. I think I think is his name. Ah, uh. old Snooty Snooderson the third is a bit of a coffee snob. 
um, who kind of looks down on people who drink from Mr. Coffee's. Mm, well, that's me. Um, sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, uh, that that is neither here nor there. Uh, oh, you said it again. Yeah, it's well, two things that aren't here or there. Where are they? We need a map. Oh, uh, close your eyes. Okay. And I want you to imagine here. Just here okay. right now, but with your eyes closed. Just imagine here. Okay, okay. 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 I, th- I got it, yeah. Okay. And now I want you to, to uh, think about there. Flush here out of your mind and think about slower. there. Slower. Sorry, okay. slower. Okay. Do you, do you see there in your mind's eye? There. There. Maybe if I say it. There. 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 Oh, I'm seeing it. I'm getting it. Okay. Okay. There. Yes. So you you see here and you see there in your mind's eye. Here. Now, none of those. It's none of those. It's everything else. Whoa. Yes. Whoa, that's a lot of places. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> uh, how, how, um, you, you had messaged me earlier in the week with uh, something mysterious about how you needed to ruin Finding Nemo for me, which I feel like oh, is boy. tough to do. Oh, buddy. Okay. Oh, buddy. I, oh, buddy. Um, boy, howdy. Uh, <laughs> so I've been listening to this wonderful, amazing, awesome podcast. Well, I think it is. Um, and I am filling up the air so I can remember what it's called. Oh, it's called Bad Science. Um, it is a fun podcast where they bring on a comedian and a scientist in a uh, like respective field in a field that makes sense for whatever movie it is, and then they sort of talk about like the science of the film and what is completely ridiculous and what is not so ridiculous. Um, and I saw Finding Nemo pop up on there uh, the other day, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting. I wonder what they're going to say. Like maybe they got the stripes on Dory wrong or something." Well. Let me just tell you a little bit about the humble clownfish. So, at the, <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, you know how that big scary, I think it's like a gar or something, attacks the anemone and ends up eating most of the eggs and ends up killing Nemo's mom and Marlin's wife, Coral? Mm-hmm. Um, I think so it was a barracuda. Some- but, oh, Barracuda. There we go. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so it ended up all the eggs except for little Nemo's egg. So cute. Yay. He he lived and he hatched and uh, he had like a little a little bit of a, a different fin from other people. And so it's harder for him to swim. Uh, one of the things that she said that the marine biologist said early on was like, actually, Nemo would have been better off in the fish tank than he would have been in the ocean. <laughs> Because of his because of his little fin, he's would probably die in the wild. And so being in a fish tank would have been much more helpful for him. Um, but that's not the that's not the thing that's going to just ruin everything for everyone. All right. <clears throat> so when clownfish hatch from their eggs, they hatch as males. Every single one of them is male. Okay, so that's the first step. Yeah. As they grow, the as like the the new brood grows, the biggest fish among them turns into a woman or turns into a female. So it's it it, it is already a little bit off because uh, in the film, coral is smaller than marlin, and so that's not right. Marlin would have been the female, not coral, but 
the biggest fish among them turns into the female. The marine biologist said that when all those fish eggs went away and Nemo was the only one left, if Nemo hatched and Nemo grew to full size, either Marlin, his dad, or Nemo, Marlin's son, one of them would have been bigger, one of them would have turned into a woman and become the mate of the other one. So Nemo and Marlin would have become a couple, they would have started mating, and they would have given birth to more fish babies. That doesn't and ruin the movie for me movie at all. wouldn't have happened. What? Yeah. When I heard... What? No. I was like, no, that's horrible. No, well, see, here's the thing. It doesn't ruin the movie for me because it's not a movie about science. Um, that's... Uh, there is no biology um, really on display in that movie because there are several other things about it. Like they live in a home and he goes to school with a, a uh, ray and is hanging out with one of each other kind of animal so that they can learn about the ocean. And there are surfer turtles that they, they all hop on the back of, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, also they talk. Um, and... <laughs> The biggest uh, scandal at the time the movie was released was uh, all all uh, drains lead to the ocean, which is not true. And uh, children began flushing uh, various things and dumping various things in an effort to release fish from aquariums um, because they thought that uh, because they had seen Finding Nemo that all of the fish inside the aquariums were miserable and they needed to be released into the wild. Uh, so there, w- there w- was actually some stuff in the the news for a bit about how you don't do that, um, and to make sure you tell your children that, because uh, you're basically just murdering them. Um, so th- this is not a movie about science. It doesn't bother me. Um, the just the whole thing is just a it's it, it's a cartoon, um, and these are forms that are there to express uh, entertainment as well as the. The uh, narrative aspects, the emotional narrative aspects of uh, parenthood. Uh, so, no, I, 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 yeah, I don't care about that, <sighs> the biological accuracy of that detail in comparison to the rest of the film. Had, had it been something where everything about it was biologically 100% accurate and scientifically accurate to every square inch, then, yeah, that would be weird, but you'd be telling a different story, I would hope, at that point. But since nobody really seems to care about accuracy, then it doesn't matter. Okay, I'm still freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if I now imagine like that happening in, in real life, then I would know that Nemo and Marlon would couple up, and then uh, Jeff Goldblum would come on the scene and say, Nature finds a way. Well, uh, but then I would feel a little bit better about it because then Jeff Goldblum would be in my vision and I would say, hi. Um, <laughs> but aside <laughs> from that, there's something else. This is not going to ruin anything. I just thought it was really fascinating. Uh, so, you know, I think it's a, a flounder. Is it a flounder? Um, there are a couple fish that do this. There, there's the flounder and then there are a few other fish that are like flat and lay on the ocean floor and cover of, themselves with sand. Yeah, like other sole and halibut and stuff. Yeah, halibut. That's what I was trying okay. to think of. Um, so when halibut and flounder and whatever other fish, when they're born, soul. their eyes they're, are they're actually soul on. Fish. Da-da, 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 da-da. Soul fish. Soul fish. 
Sorry, and oh, their eyes, yeah, their, their <laughs> yeah, eyes migrate. Now, now that that pun song is on or is over, <laughs> yes, uh, their eyes are on either side of their head, and they lay down on the ocean floor for up to six months while they wait for that one eye to migrate to the other side. I think it's kind of gross that their eye can move around like that, but yeah, that happens. Very cool. Yeah, biology is weird, um, and in lots of ways. But those fish are delicious, so just they are. Just keep mm-hmm. eating them. A little lemon, a little butter. Uh you know. Saumonier. Um sol so, so uh the, the <laughs> lemon lemon <laughs> butter sauce. Yeah. Uh it's good. It's good. It's good stuff. Um speaking of uh I guess fancy things, uh mm. there there was an announcement um that surprise there were laptops this week. Uh, in the news and that really uh, happened probably... just this week yes the the new last Mac's week coming out? maybe it was last last. Week? I, I it's probably this week i just wow it's just uh it's been a my sister got married last weekend and this whole week has just been a week uh coming back and just having so much to do so i have been a little bit out of it um but yes new macbook pros uh, they are faster. They have a new, uh, keyboard built into them. Well, they sort of. have a keyboard with, uh, condom on every single character, uh, to I, keep dust out from them. I don't like that nomenclature cause it would not be a very effective condom. It's just a giant hole in it. Um, you know, it's like that defeats the whole purpose. There is a giant hole in a condom that mm-hmm. doesn't defeat the whole purpose. I, I prefer the, the 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 term membrane. Okay, mm-hmm. a membrane. A membrane. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, a a membrane contraceptive for your keyboard. <laughs> Dust contraceptive. Um, it, it keeps the the key mechanism from being impregnated by dust and failing. Nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. Well, okay, so here's the deal. Um, I think it's great that they're upgrading them, uh, that they're updating them, rather, um, that they've gotten a little bit faster, that uh, they are fixing the keyboard issues, allegedly, that, you know, it's a a bigger, better machine with more options available. Um, And typically, this kind of thing wouldn't interest me because I'm happy with my mid-2015 MacBook Pro. Um, it's, I got like top of the line, everything on it. So it's got discrete graphics and all that jazz and it's still, it works just fine. So typically this wouldn't be a thing. However, um, I'm going to be doing a series of reviews coming up for mobile nations, um, that involve USB-C peripherals. And so I don't, I don't currently have a machine that has USB-C, so I'm going to be, I'm not going to be getting one. The company is going to be getting one. Uh, and I'm trying to decide what I want. And so it's between getting another laptop or trying something different. And I have not, I have yet to decide, but um, yeah, that's sort of where I am right now. And so that's suddenly this became interesting to me uh, because that might soon be something in my future. But um yeah, that's that's the extent of my interest. What about your interest? Hmm. <laughs> my well, my interest was that I bought one. Um, uh, I had I had a uh, midsummer twenty eleven, uh, I believe, is the technical nomenclature for the 
the 15-inch MacBook Pro that I owned and used uh, for these many, many years. Uh, it has it has been a good machine. It has literally been used for every podcast I've ever recorded. Um, so, uh, which doesn't sound like that much if you're looking at the numbers for this show, but uh, we just recently went over 200 on Defocused, so it was a lot of shows. Um, but... Uh, it was being old and creaky and weird um, and uh, flaky in all kinds of ways and slow and heavy and hot. Uh, did I mention that it was warm? Um, because whenever those fans kick in, uh, new Skype, for example, Skype 8, uh, because it is uh, a garbage app, um, causes the fans to spin up on that machine. So you can actually hear the fans in the recording at the start of an episode because... It's so hot from trying to actually get Skype running. Uh, it is insane. So I was like, you know, this is not a long-term strategy. And I know a lot of people made a bunch of noise, uh, particularly last year, about how... <laughs> Sorry, uh, you just you just described the internet, and it was really funny to me. Oh, just, A lot of people made a bunch of noise. <laughs> yeah, that's well, it's, it's a good summary. Um, yeah, a lot of people made a bunch of noise, particularly last year, about how uh, the the 2016 and 2017 uh, MacBook Pros were not pro enough and did bad things and were awful. Uh, so everybody should buy the 2015 MacBook Pro. Uh, and that that was something that people were still touting as of like a couple weeks ago. Uh, and I was just, I just could not bring myself to buy a 2015 MacBook Pro um, not because I think there's anything wrong with the machine, but because I felt like I needed to make sure that I was moving in a forward trajectory since I keep these machines for a very long time. Right. Uh, and uh, I was on the fence about even buying this the, the previous year's model because there have been more accessories that have come out that are capable of USB-C and Thunderbolt 3, um, and they're... Uh, were adjustments made to the keyboard, although it doesn't seem like the adjustments from 2016 to 2017 did much. Uh, but I was, uh, it was just like, this is just not tenable to keep using this thing. And then miraculously, a MacBook uh, refresh materialized, and my choices were the 13 inch or the 15 inch, and I prefer the 15 inch for the screen. So the 13-inch was immediately taken out of the equation. Uh, my boyfriend has uh, the 2016 13-inch uh, with touch bar. Um, and I don't like the touch yeah. bar. And his keyboard is very loud. Uh, and he actually had one key get stuck one time, but then it <gasps> got unstuck. Uh, so fingers crossed on that one. Uh, and it, it's uh, he hasn't had a problem with it, I guess, the majority of the time. But uh, but. So, since I knew I had it, I wanted a 15 inch. I looked at the configurations for the 15 inch, and the entry level 15 inch only comes with 256 gigabytes of storage, which I feel like is insulting uh, for the amount of money that that machine costs. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, if it's supposed to be a high end pro machine and it's over two thousand uh, dollars, how can you get by with 256 gigabytes of storage? It should be half a terabyte uh, starting, but. It's not, and if you try to upgrade for ha to half a terabyte, it's four hundred dollars. Uh, the storage upgrade prices are incredible, uh, and if you compare that to the second notch up, the uh, the the next fifteen inch up in the model lineup, 
that one has 512 gigabytes of storage um, for $500. So you're basically getting that storage upgrade uh, from the previous model. Uh, and you're also getting processor and uh, graphics upgrades. So I was like, okay, so is it worth the extra $100 to get that? Or do I want to get the f- entry level 15 inch and add uh, only $400 worth of extra storage in it? It just felt like might as well, you know, just go for the, the, the big one, big kahuna. Right. Yeah. Um, big e- kahuna. Even, <laughs> even though this is not the highest high end configuration, cause they're the, the i9 chips and whatever and all that jazz. And, uh, you can upgrade a bunch of other storage aspects of it and RAM aspects of it. I have not. Uh, it is just the 16 gigabyte configuration, which I will never be able to change. And the uh, 32 gigabyte store, I'm sorry, the 512 gigabyte storage, which I will never be able to change. Uh, but there are people who've been making, you know, $6,000 configurations and posting them online and being like, this is ridiculous. And it's like, uh, are you, were you actually shopping for that? Or was that just, <laughs> just so you could post online and be like, this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I like that voice. <laughs> I feel like I need to up my voice game when I'm on a podcast with you. But uh, yeah, it just, it, 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 and uh, so far, I've, I don't hate it. I like it. It's fast. I haven't enjoyed the setup process because I decided not to migrate uh, everything that I've owned from 2007 Uh including anything stuck in nooks and crannies of the operating system that may have traveled along that way. Um, so I, I, I started, started fresh, uh, clean Joe, and I, I have that all ready to go, except I've been slowly downloading and installing and downloading and installing and entering pins and all of this other nonsense. And there's nothing like that to make you appreciate the Mac app store where you're just like, install, install, install. Um, and, but like tracking down like pins for audio hijack and tracking down pins for, uh, other things and then downloading creative cloud and having it just be its obnoxious self in your face. Uh, there's just irritations, uh, that you keep bumping into as I, go to do just a little bit of work and I'm like, Oh, I can start editing podcasts on this. And then it's like, I lose 20 minutes to just trying to install a piece of software that I needed. <laughs> I hate that. Uh, it'll it'll it, all be over soon. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Soon it will be like a, a fine vintage wine. It'll be all, or like a fine, le- a fine piece of, of, I don't know. What am I trying to say? A, a, a fine leather briefcase that's been in your family for years. And it'll Rich, be nice and Corinthian leather. Exactly. Yeah. Everything will be where you expect it to be, and then it will become this smooth machine. Um, what do you think of the, the, the different uh, coloration? Oh, I got space gray. Nice. Is that what you mean? Or did you mean true tone? <laughs> no, 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 no. I did mean that. Like, but oh. the space gray is darker than... Mm-hmm. than the other one right yeah yeah it, my uh my boyfriend has space gray uh, uh for his, the one that he bought uh, and i like it a lot i think it is a, a sexy look uh for the laptop um it's it you know it's not all black or whatever and some people get all bent out of shape about that and it's not that significantly different from silver but I don't know why anyone would buy the silver configuration at this point to be perfectly honest with you uh, i don't aesthetically prefer it uh, and it is kind of blah um, when you look at it. 
uh they should just kind of replace the the silver one with gold or whatever uh just just to be fun i I think they don't do gold because they don't want all the jokes about a six thousand dollar gold laptop but uh (laughs) the uh the the space gray is a nice color good good Mm -hmm. uh and then of course the trackpad is a lot bigger yeah Um, i don't love it uh, this is the first trackpad I've had. Uh, you may be used to this already. That, that, that doesn't move. Um, uh, the 2011 I had had a mechanical uh, clickiness to it. Yeah. Um, but this this does not. And I, I find ha- the amount of pressure that I need to apply for the, the tapping and clicking and stuff it is different than what I would expect. So it feels kind of weird. So I'm still getting used to that. Still a little gummy. Yeah, it's it's... It's an odd feeling because I'll be like, I'm pressing, and then it's like, click, and then it's like, okay, it's weird. Uh, maybe <laughs> I just need to adjust the pressure, but I did I did turn on tap to click um, just because I was... Ew. Yeah, I know. I don't like it either. Um, I, I turned yeah. it on because my mechanical one was so loud that uh, my boyfriend actually complained when I was editing podcasts that uh, you just hear the click, click, click all the oh, time. Oh, brother. I know. I was like, this <laughs> Put is... Put some headphones uh, on. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this, this is a little crazy. Uh, but uh, anyway, I'm used to tap to click for that reason. Um, but uh, I, I have it on right now just because I was tired of like exerting all of my might to to click on something. Yeah, that's an exaggeration. Just, yeah, I'm sure you can. You, I mean, I know you can. I'm sure once you change the pressure settings, you may find a, a happier setting because it's definitely. I know mm-hmm. what you're saying. Uh, starting out for sure, it is a little bit, uh, a little, a little tough, but it gets, um, it's easier whenever you uh, adjust it. Yeah, I use a magic trackpad um, all day or day, and then of course the trackpad that's built into the laptop is also um one of those non-clicky <laughs> trackpads so i'm very used to it uh not a, not an issue for me and then have you spilled any cheeto dust into <laughs> your keyboard yet no um i don't intend to uh one weird thing though is that it has those speaker grills on either side of the keyboard um because it's the 15 inch and uh they i don't know do that for detailing reasons uh whereas the 13 inch doesn't really have those those grills so oh, I, right, right, I'm, right. I'm more concerned i'm getting cheeto dust stuck in that um but uh yeah no i'm no keyboard problems and actually i have to say that um i don't mind this keyboard uh it's not my favorite keyboard uh because I would prefer more travel, but uh, it doesn't have the loudness of other versions of this keyboard. Uh, it certainly is quieter, so I can actually type on it while I'm on a podcast, which is a benefit, I feel like. Uh, the thing that I don't like is the arrow key configuration. I, why? Uh, just aesthetically, it looks dumb, and also just in terms of feel, it it doesn't feel right because I'm more often going up and down than left and right, but up and down are the smaller buttons um, that are basically a split key and then left and right are enormous buttons. Uh, but uh, that, that that's just something I'll get used to, I'm sure. <laughs> in time, in time. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, so I don't know. 
what are what's your what's sort of your overall take? And maybe I'll ask this. I know that you said that the software thing was really frustrating. Is there anything else that's sort of really been uh, frustrating for you? And then maybe something that has surprised you or delighted you or made you feel good about the purchase? So like a sort of a, a, a con or some friction getting going and then a pro or some excitement about having a new machine. Okay. Uh, well, a con I would say is that you can't get this configuration without the touch bar. And I do not like the touch bar. Um, I just really, even in the limited amount of time that I've been using this machine, it has not fulfilled what I needed it to do. Uh, it does the iOS sort of recommendation thing in the middle of the keyboard while you're typing and will suggest words and also suggest emoji if you type an emoji. So that can be helpful in some contexts, but it has the same limitations as iOS because you're not doing an, a literal emoji search. Um, and there is a uh, scrollable emoji picker that you can switch to, but it's just not helpful because it's an enormous row of emoji that you can scroll through for 10 years. Uh, so I, I, don't, I don't particularly get it. Uh, but there's the whole thing of the, the custom options for sound and brightness on the side, but it would honestly take fewer taps if I had the dedicated function row buttons for that, so I don't yeah. care. Uh, and the 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 last irritating thing about it is that uh i don't use any apps that take advantage of it for anything other than text stuff right now or the safari version of the bookmark navigation tab navigation which i don't need the tab navigation for because i there's tabs on the screen jesus it's right there like (laughs) i just just tap on the tab uh with the because i need the mouse anyways to navigate the page why would i take my hand off of that and then tap the anyway i i I don't i don't get it uh my boyfriend does like the tab stuff uh on the touch bar i just do not go for that at all but the uh the, the 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 touch id part of it is nice uh while it's weird to get used to uh, i like that it's there uh and i do prefer it to have touch a touch id uh rather than not have touch id because i'm so tired of entering passwords for things i am however surprised at the number of things inside the operating system that still require a password that cannot be authenticated by uh touch id there were a lot of things where I was downloading stuff from the Mac App Store that required me to log into the Mac App Store. And then last night I had to log into the Mac App Store again, uh, even though I've had this laptop for basically less than a week. So I don't know why I've had to log into that thing twice. Uh, and you can't use uh, Touch ID to get in there. Um, and then when you're setting up things like one password, it doesn't prompt you to enable the touch ID. You have to go into the preferences and turn it on manually. Uh, so s- stuff like that, where it's just like, I, I was expecting this to be more like iOS for touch ID, where if I've entered it, uh, after a restart or something like that, then I can keep using touch ID and I don't need to keep entering a password over and over and over again. But that apparently is not the case, uh, I did. I did use it to Apple Pay something. Um, oh. Oh, sorry, not Apple Pay. Uh, to 
Yeah, yeah, it was Apple Pay. I was up. I was buying Transmit Five. I had Transmit Four on my old machine, and I was like, you know what? I might as well just upgrade since I'm downloading the thing again. And so I was purchasing Transmit. Uh, it's an FTP client, and uh, they have Apple Pay on their site. So I used Touch ID for that, and that was that was a fun experience because you just put your finger on the keyboard, and then it's done, and I don't need to enter addresses and credit cards and everything. So it's all taken care of. All wrapped up, taken care of, nice and easy, good to go. Well, that's good. Um, that, that, mm-hmm. Like, I wish that all machines, I don't know, maybe they'd come out with a keyboard or something that had uh, Touch ID on it or a trackpad that did. I don't know. Yeah, I really I think like a lot the of idea pe- of having Touch ID. Yeah, I think a lot of people were expecting to have a Touch Bar on the like next wireless keyboard that Apple made. I don't know why, but yeah, that seems too battery drainy and kind of weird and silly. But yeah, I just want I just want Touch ID to be able to log in and and yes, I know my Apple Watch logs me in. Uh, that's fine and dandy, but my Apple Watch can't unlock one password and can't. Uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> it can it can help me make purchases over Apple Pay as well, uh, and it can do. Uh, pretty much everything else, but it can't do that. And I wish that it could. And so that's why I want touch ID. Um, and all the other things that that brings, because it would mean including that extra chip, which could possibly mean stuff like, uh, ambient, Hey, Spears notifications. So no, I see, I have to say, but I don't use it right now. Uh, I did set it up as part of the setup process, but I've used it literally zero times. Uh, maybe that yeah. will, Maybe that will change with uh, in the fall when new software rolls out and we get the things like Siri shortcuts and stuff like that. Um, because uh, if you can trigger it on your MacBook, but it executes the shortcut on your phone or whatever, uh, then that would be fine. But at that point, I don't know what scenario I would be in where my MacBook would hear me but my iPhone wouldn't unless I guess it was in my pocket at the time. I I don't understand. But uh yeah, it's it's uh Siri is still just weird. And it, one of the weirder parts of setting up a new Mac is how many places it puts the stupid Siri the thing in your face. Um <laughs> because it's so useless. So it's like why is it it's in the menu bar, it's in the dock. Yeah, I in, clean that stuff out so fast. Yeah, I've I've removed it all. And it's in the 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 touch bar so it's like what person needs three buttons to trigger siri in addition to saying it (laughs) no one does because it's just like oh no what am i gonna do if i can't you can't have immediate access to asking what the weather is um (laughs) it is so weird another really weird thing about um the 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 new mac process is it still defaults to to store all of your documents and desktop in the cloud. Uh, and I almost tapped through in an effort to just get started on the thing. And I was just like, wait, 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 nope. This is the thing that I want to check. <laughs> I don't want to check that one. Uh, Cause I don't, I don't, I put lo- lots of large files in, uh, in temporary places. I consider the desktop to be a bit of a staging area. So depositing large wave files there, uh, multiple gigabytes. Oh, me too. Yeah. I use mine as the, yeah. Because if I put it in a folder, I'll never remember to clear it out. So if I put yep. it on my desktop, it's going to drive me nuts, like a little tiny grain of sand until I delete that thing. Um, so that's that's why I use it there. I know there are a lot of people who just like have a desktop that looks like uh, the, 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 
the scene inside of a police office, uh, like corkboard thing of like trying to solve an investigation. But that's that's not what my desktop looks like. It is it is as clean as possible at all times. Uh well, mine goes back and forth. <laughs> are, are you are you solving a murder right now? Uh, I so yeah maybe I, I I do have a lot of uh, stuff on my desktop, um, but it's like the stuff that I'm working on right now. And then when I'm done, I've got external uh, media network attached, and that's where it all goes when I'm done with it. Um, so I've got like folders that organize and keep it all there. But while it's sort of front of mind, i.e., like past week. Um, I just, it just stays on my desktop because most of the time I am not like working. I've, I've got enough space. I've got two monitors and so I've got enough space, uh, to keep things on my desktop and still have plenty of room. And plus like you work in front of the desktop, you put, you know, your documents and, and, uh, apps over the top of it. So it's okay for it to just sort of hang out back there. So yeah, I don't have like, um, I, 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 that's basically my sort of organization method is just, all right, now you're done with it. Time to tuck it away onto the network attached storage. Yeah. I need to get network attached storage. Uh, I'm surprised you don't have it given no. your job. Yeah. Well, I have, I have an external HD that I use for time machine and I have other portable hard drives that I use for backing up things as in addition to uh dropbox um but i don't do anything where i really delete stuff very often uh but i i need to have like a staging area for archives uh basically is other than um a very mindful exercise of connecting a specific drive and copying files over i need i need something that uh i can set up like a hazel rule or something where it just takes all of this old project stuff and then just dumps all of the old podcast files into another folder uh periodically so i don't have to deal with it um because that that's the one thing where it's just like i know i'm probably never going to need to go back and re-edit any podcast but uh i just like knowing that i haven't deleted uh something that is important um because you know one of these days i might be like i need a 128 kilobit per second version of this podcast uh just just because reasons and <laughs> i could i could do that but uh but i don't and and uh i would i just want to make sure i have the stuff like i don't need to keep like two gigabyte wave files like they can all just be the compressed mp3s or whatever but right yeah yeah well, you should, you should, that, that'll be, that'll be an ongoing thing that I'll, I'll check, I'll check up, on, check up on you on the show, uh, check up on it and see if you have eventually added, <laughs> added your sort of network attached storage is, options. Is there a, a, a NAS, a NOS that you, that you no. recommend? So here's the problem. Um, there is. I wouldn't recommend the one that I have because it doesn't give you all of the freedom and awesomeness that you want. Um, I bought this back before I had the job that I have now, or maybe it's at the beginning of the job that I have now. Uh, and so I sort of underestimated how much I'd get to like 
play around with it and fool around with it to see what, you know, how I wanted it to be set up. And so I just got one that was more made for, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, more for consumers than it is for, uh, for people who sort of know more what they're doing. So it's not like the wire cutter recommended pick. Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's a WD, uh, Western digital, uh, it's called, it's a, my cloud NAS NOS that lets you access it even whenever you're away from home. So like it creates your own personal Dropbox essentially. Um, so it's a nice machine, but it's just, it's hampered by being, um, quote unquote, smart enough for anyone to use. And so it's got a lot of easy uh, features that are built in. But because of that, like you can't install your own apps, you can't, you know, create a media server that's set up exactly how you want it. You sort of have to check boxes and plug in details and just hope that the options that they give you are good enough. Yeah. So what is the what is the NOS that you covet? Um, what if- uh, the- that one was going to be hold on, I've got it in my Amazon <laughs> my Amazon wish list here. Um because I continue to eyeball it uh from time to time, hoping that I'll be able to uh get it eventually. It is the Synology Disk Station DS218 Plus. Wow. Wow. What a name. <laughs> yes. That's uh it's got space for two hard drives inside, um, and then it's got two gigs of memory. Uh, it's got a dual-core processor, um, and it can transcode uh, video on the fly as well. Um, and yeah, it's you know works as your own you know media server and lets you sync stuff to it. And it is a pretty good machine, uh, apparently, is what I'm told. So that is, uh, not only is it the wire cutter pick, it's also Amazon's choice. <laughs> uh, it's funny how, how those things line up uh, most of the time. I, I never, uh, one thing I hate is when you're, you're browsing on Amazon for something and there's uh, Amazon's choice in addition to bestseller, in addition to sponsored, and they're yes. all identical for some reason for that product. Um, I, I or nearly identical, like several of them overlap, and it's just like, why didn't you just show me one entry that has all these badged? Because now I just think that I'm gonna tap on one that has, uh, uh, that is sold by some some third party that I don't want to deal with. Uh, but. Uh, cause I have, I have transitioned to not wanting to deal with third parties that sell things on Amazon, but, uh, the, this is just something about the follow-up email process that I don't enjoy. <laughs> yeah. That I hate whenever, yeah, you get like, Hey, have you reviewed our product? Hey, can you review our product? Hey, hi. Hi. Did you, have you reviewed our product? Hi. How are you? Nice yeah, weather it, we're having. Yep, sure is. Yeah. We 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 uh we do our business online, and we'd really appreciate uh having blah 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 blah. Uh, it's just like you stop it, and you there's no like single thing where you can be like, please do not contact me ever again. Uh, for any of these people, it's just like if you hit any new new third party seller, you're gonna get that. Hi, hi, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> a whole process starting right over again. But uh, uh oh, speaking of Amazon. Um, cause mm. I guess we're done talking about this MacBook cause I have nothing, Certainly. I have nothing groundbreaking here. Um, but, uh, the, with it, with Amazon, did you participate in prime day? I, I did not. 
No, I bought something on Prime Day, but it wasn't because of Prime Day. Um, it, but it was interesting because since I purchased it on Prime Day, it had all like the Prime Day branding, and it was like your Prime Day purchase is ready to ship. Your Prime Day purchase is shipping. Hey, your Prime Day order is on the way, and it's like I okay. But I just got it because I needed it. It didn't have anything to do with Prime Day. I didn't really follow along. Didn't mm-hmm. see any of the deals. Didn't. And last year I did. So it's weird that I didn't this year uh, because there were some fun Echo deals that I thought were kind of nice. Um, unfortunately, yeah, this year I I don't know why. I just I think I was just too busy, I guess, uh, to be able to really pay much attention and uh, find some deals. And plus, the, I don't know. I I don't. I just didn't need anything. I guess. But yeah. I well. I, I guess I can't say I didn't need anything because I ended up buying something. But again, unrelated to Prime Day. Yeah. I. I. Because of my purchase uh, of this laptop, I needed to buy some cables and stuff. Uh, and well, obviously, because uh, it is a large adjustment. One that I've been reluctant to do with this model switch, where uh, you have four magical ports uh and they can only take one kind of connector uh and you can buy docks and things and other stuff and i was also looking at hard drives for time machine backup etc and uh, i was looking through the various options uh and it was coincidentally prime day um not not because of prime day and there were a couple of prime day offers but anything that i was going to buy wasn't going to get here until friday even though it was two-day shipping so i was like that's weird also, Friday is after I'm recording my podcasts, so that doesn't help. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to buy any of these things then. Uh, and so I cleared out my, my whole shopping cart uh, and uh, I did not participate in in uh, Jeff Bezos's enrichment. Um, <laughs> he's got enough money. I'm sure it wasn't a huge problem for him that I didn't buy anything. Uh, but Yeah, somehow he will survive. He has, I think he was declared the richest man in the world again, um, which happens every now and then. Uh, it seems every to... now and then I get so rich. <laughs> Thank it, you. Yeah, it seems to it seems to oscillate. Um, but uh, yeah, he's 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 fine. He he's enough income. Uh, but uh, but I still need to buy those things that I put off, like backup storage and etc. <laughs> I was buying a thermometer that can be used for both um, candy making and deep frying um, because I'm going to try some gluten-free. No, I'm going to try some (laughs) gluten-free can. God bless it. Now you got me all messed up. I'm going to try some (laughs) to make some gluten-free donuts soon. And so I needed to I got a, a little like donut lifter for the for the frying oil and then a, uh, a thermometer to make sure that I keep it at the proper temperature. Cause you can do it without, um, a thermometer, but eventually your oil will get too hot. And so it's a good idea to have a, a thermometer involved. So that way you don't end up burning the more sensitive dough that you get with, uh, gluten-free stuff. But I've also, um, in the past, experimented when I was, uh, when I did cake decorating, um, way back in the day, I occasionally experimented with some sugar work and I never was, uh, successful because I tried doing it just by looking at when it got to like 
hard tack stage and, and softball or whatever. I can't think of what the terms <laughs> are. Um, and yeah, you can't, I mean, you can, if you're like a master candy person, uh, sort of see by how, see what the sugar looks like and be able to tell if it's in hard crack stage. I am not a ma- master candy person. And so I could not. And at the time, like I couldn't afford uh, just randomly going out and buying uh, a, a thermometer. So I did not do that. And like, it wasn't, it wasn't enough of a, a benefit to sort of just me wanting to experiment ratio uh, at the time. Cause I was in high school. Um, but yeah, obviously now it's different. And so I'm looking forward to in the future uh, playing around with uh, sugar stuff again and hopefully not burning my flesh off. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. It sounds sweet. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) With that, I think we conclude this episode of the podcast. (laughs) Good, 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 good. I love it whenever we uh, end on such a good joke, Joe. (laughs) Such a good joke. (laughs) The best joke. Uh, uh, 